Hey everyone, on today's episode, we're going to give you a sneak preview into a new series that we've developed called Hide Something from a Negro. The goal for Hide Something from a Negro is to explore weekly what is happening within our society and culture, where things are being hidden from uh, our culture uh, that we need to know about. Uh, So for this episode, we dive into what's currently happening Uh, with the riots and the exchange of dialogue that is currently going on in our culture. And of course, the NFL apologizing. We get to dive into what does all that mean? I'm joined by my co-host, Leandra Boney, and we dive into these topics on a weekly basis. If you want the full one hour conversation, please click the link in the show notes to listen in and also get the video content. Uh, without further ado, let's dive into the first episode, sneak preview of Hide Something from a Negro. here for the first official episode of Hide Something from a Negro. I am your co-host, DJ Motri, and uh, with me is Leandra Boney. Leandra, introduce yourself, please. Hey, everyone. I'm Leandra Boney. And we are your co-hosts for Hide Something from a Negro. I want to just kind of give a backdrop of where this idea came from. For those who are intrigued by the title and they want to know more uh, about it, there was this old saying, uh, growing up at least, uh, I don't know where it originated from, I, I don't know how it all came about, but it was in popular rap songs and it was just kind of passed down. And the saying was, if you want to hide something from a nigga, put it in a book. And it's always stuck with me. It's always been something that I paid attention to, which is actually what propelled me to keep reading so much. Uh, Speaking of which, Leandra, what are some of your favorite books um, in your life? What are some of your top books? Well, you know, The Alchemist is still one of my top, top, top. Okay. It's everything to do with, you know, I'm really big on your personal journey and experience with the universe. So to me, that's still unmatched. Okay. So in The Alchemist, do you think anything was hiding in the book? If we take that old quote of hide something from a nigga, put it in a book. Is that one of the books that something is hidden in? Or is that not on this list? I believe anything could be on that list, though, if you really dive deep enough into it. Okay, break that down. Break that down. Okay, so even let's take the setting, right? There's so much in our history that we don't know and that we try to, you know, track back to. So um, I feel like the setting has a lot to do with where we could probably try to connect some pieces as to where they were compared to where we come from. Mm. Um, Everyone always thinks just strictly Africa 
and you know you and I've had small conversations about you know where we come from is it just Africa we're in Africa how did we get to Africa did we originate in Africa so even something as simple as the setting makes me think okay well what did their skin tone look like what did they Mm. wear what did they eat how does that have any reference to us you would think by reading the alchemist that if the people there aren't black, something's weird, or at least brown. Exactly. You know, I'm, I'm not sure if they've ever done a movie or a TV show around the alchemists, but if, if they ever do one, and it's not black or not brown, I'd be very disappointed. Right. Um, you know, as we're recording this episode, uh, I, I guess they're saying it's the largest protest in uh, world history. Uh, over 50, uh, all 50 states, over uh, I think it's 18 countries have all been protesting. Uh, I, I don't know what the official protest is. Is it against po- police brutality? Is it against racism? It's kind of like this mesh of different things. And so I find it to be very fitting that our first episode is in the middle of this energy. Mm-hmm. Definitely. As that's happening over the weekend, and I can I can sense that a lot of our episodes are going to be catching some really big topics because uh, we record uh, on Sundays, mm-hmm. and a lot of what I call news dumps happen on Friday nights. Mm-hmm. So what will happen is you'll have Monday through Thursday, and really Monday through Friday morning. Is like your regular news cycle. That's what your public relations people want you to know. It's what people are selling you. It's what they're telling you. The, the stock market this, this company acquired this. It's like the regular, regular news. And then, of course, things happen uh, that get front, uh, front page news. And usually if it bleeds, it leads. And so on a typical news cycle, Monday through Friday morning is um, your regular news. Mm-hmm. by 2 to 3 p.m. on a Friday, depending on where you are, but we're talking about the United States here, magically, news stories come out that they dump into the, the news cycle. So mm-hmm. it uh, hits the weekend. It doesn't hit the, the major newspapers or anything like that. And by the time Monday or Tuesday come around, that story has already exhausted itself. Uh, so then they don't have to worry about the backlash from it. So I was curious uh, for our first episode to see, well, what was going to be the news dump leading into our conversation? And and as soon as I thought, well, what is the news dump? The news dump came. Mm. So the NFL commissioner apologized on Friday night Mm. and now for most people listening to this they're you know if they don't know the story you know what's the big deal somebody apologized well i'm reading bloomberg.com it says nfl apologizes for not listening to players earlier on racism Mm. and this uh was on well this article is on june 5th at 7 21 p.m That if that is not a news dump, 
I don't know what is. And so our uh, podcast, the whole premise is, well, you know, what are they hiding from us now? If the old saying is hide something from a nigga, put it in a book. I'm wondering how is that morphed? How is that changed? How, where is that now? Where, if you want to hide something from a Negro, do you put it in a book? Do you put it in a movie? Do you put it in music? Where do you hide it now? Politics. Okay, <laughs> tell me more. I believe, and this is a, a big reason why I think people keep saying that it's so important to vote, but I strongly believe they put it in laws. You know, they put it in contracts with their players. I believe even anything, something's very simple. They put it in business laws and anything that has to do with reading. We don't really, I know so many people and I know even personally for myself, I didn't always take the time to read and understand laws, constitutions, contracts, things like that. And so many times, even in entertainment, we don't. So you know how many people have been ripped off just yeah. to read their contract? So, and even in the NFL, they know there's certain things that they can't do. There's certain things they can't say. So it's so funny that you bring that up because there are certain places where, yeah, they're going to hide information. Like randomly, all of a sudden, there's certain, you know, divisions of, I guess, protection as we're supposed to know it as, randomly pops up. Mm -hmm. Where did it come from? How how was it already established so coincidentally in a time where we probably need it the most? So I believe they put it in laws. Okay. So we have books, laws, film, music. Uh, You know what? We talked about film. I'm also going to throw in TV commercials. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to hide something from a Negro, you put it in a TV commercial. Um, if you want to hide, you, you said about contracts, if you want to hide something from a Negro, you put it in technology. Mm-hmm. Um, but on today's episode, if you want to hide something from a Negro, you put it in a sports league. Mm-hmm. You just, you just, you wrap up your racism and call it the NFL. Mm -hmm. And you brand it as America's pastime and America's, if, but the truth is, if you take off the NFL and the brand and the shield and all this other stuff, it's 32 owners sitting around who are racist. Even if they didn't know they were racist, they were, um, participating in acts that were detrimental to the black community. Mm-hmm. And they've been around for over a hundred years. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to hide something, they've been hiding it for a hundred years. And just now they're saying, well, we're behind on this thing. Mm-hmm. Where have you been at for the last, let's, let's just say 30. Mm-hmm. Where has the NFL been at for the last 30 years on this topic? They put on suits and they bet and they bid and they trade. And to me, it's like, how is it not something so blatantly obvious? We're not the ones, like even 
when they try to, when legends have tried to start their own teams or buy their own teams, it's almost like, well, no, you can't do this. Why not? I've just brought you all this money. I'm a legend. What do you mean I can't? Why are you giving me such a hard time to? Because I don't have a suit and I don't have the color of your skin. You know, it's, there's so much to dive into that, but I agree with you. There's certain things that it's just like, there's no way, there's no way that this room full of people that are bidding on my life, literally, because mm-hmm. they're even a dollar saying, hey, you could have this. I can give you this. You can have this big load of money. You can have fame, you can have fortune. You know, you could give your family a new life. You can buy the jewelry and the cars that you want and you could play the game that you love. And we're gonna close this door and we're gonna talk about you and your skill and we're gonna bid on it and figure out how we can make the most money off of you. And if you want to then kneel during a national anthem, mm. we are not going to support you. Mm. And we're going to push you out of our league Mm-hmm. And uh, then we'll put in um, new laws or new compliance that if you're going to kneel, you're going to do it in the tunnel. You're not going to do it in front of anyone else because you're messing up our bottom line. Mm-hmm. And so magically, when this situation happens with uh, George Floyd, rest in peace, it uh, causes the biggest protest uh, in the world. It uh, looks to be changing some things and maybe changing some minds. That's a whole nother episode. Uh, we'll, we'll see if that is true or not. But so this situation happens and the NFL has to get in front of this. Exactly. Now, the, the protests and things have been going on for a week. You know, why wait till now? Well, it's a Friday night. Mm-hmm. It's a Friday night news dump. And so I'm reading, reading, looking through the article and it says, we, the National Football League, admit we were wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier and encourage all to speak out and peacefully protest. Mm -hmm. Well, my biggest issue with this is not only did you not listen to players, you didn't listen to your fans. Exactly. And mm -hmm. go ahead. And it's clear that it's literally, and I, want, I need people to understand this so much. The only reason why they're saying it or responding in the first place, because there's people who've said and own companies, like even the owner of um, Madison Square Garden has said some things. He sent out a mass email stating that if you expect us to say anything or make a comment on what's going on about racism, it's not gonna happen, literally. He said, it's not gonna happen especially because there's a global pandemic and we don't speak on social issues. But because one of the employees leaked that private email to like ESPN, CNN, everywhere, it, he all automatically put out another email Well, I tried to be nice about what I was saying, but that's not what I meant and blah, 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 blah. No, you realize that this is the first time in history that, they've, that we've actually come together in this capacity and that social media is very effective and is working in our favor. And on top of that, we are starting to recognize how powerful our dollar is. And you've always known how powerful our dollar is, but we realize, oh, okay, you're supporting Trump. We're going to boycott. Oh, okay. You're not listening to us. We're going to protest. And even though, you know, we have our disagreements about protesting and looting, they recognize that we're starting to put the pieces together ourselves. 
Definitely. That dollar is very uh, So as for them to be quiet. Definitely. So as we are uh, diving deeper into this topic, and this is our first uh, episode of um, Hide Something from a Negro, I was wondering when this topic came across our desk, I was wondering, well, what are they hiding from me? Mm-hmm. What, am, what am I missing here? And I, I immediately realized I got to go to the roots. Mm-hmm. And I realized that if the commissioner is apologizing, that means he's speaking on behalf of the owners. Mm-hmm. And so I'm looking right now at the uh, top owners or the top earners uh, outside of football, but they are the owners of football leagues. Mm-hmm. And so here are your top five owners. I want to dive into who these people are and maybe there's something hiding there. That was a sneak preview of Hide Something from a Negro, hosted by Leandra Boney and myself, DJ Motri. If you would like access to the full one hour conversation, click the link in the show notes to our Patreon page for Hide Something from, from a Negro. Go ahead and head over there right now to listen to the full conversation. Hopefully you've enjoyed this conversation and you're starting to see that they are hiding a lot of things from us. And we look to explore that on a weekly basis as we dive deeper into understanding what is being hidden from our culture. Thank you for tuning in and we'll join you next time here on Black Equity Network.